0: Hello, I'm here today holding my microphone because I need to practice using a different distance for it and currently don't have a desk in front of me. The computer's down on a coffee table sized thingy. So hopefully this sound quality is good and you're gonna get a lovely visual of my microphone. Today I'm gonna talk about the five motivators for ADHD brains. Before I talk about that, I'm going to talk about my perspective on ADHD and you'll hear that a lot of people say that it's misnamed because it's not necessarily attention deficit, it's about attention direction, but I don't even think it's just about attention. Attention is not my main problem with ADHD, my problems are motivation energy regulation, emotion, physical energy fluctuations, emotional regulation, (laughs) I meant to say. I skipped ahead, because I'm ADHD. Um, Thoughts, controlling my thoughts, that's not attention, that's like too much energy, too much thoughts, hyperactivity. Um, So calling it attention deficit, or saying that ADHD is mostly about focus, a problem with focus, that really stems from like the school system having trouble with ADHD kids focusing, like that's the problem for the other people. That's not the problem for ADHD is sure. Maybe we'd like to do something and we can't necessarily focus on it, but usually we can focus on things that we're interested in. um, And I'll share the other four motivators too. So the main problems in my perspective and the people that I've spoken to is not that focus thing that's the main issue with that focus thing is that we can't get shit done that other people want us to get done or like that are boring like getting the dishes done whatever and that's important for life but the the main issues are like not being able to control our thoughts or having issues with emotional regulation like feeling things so deeply life is so much it's a lot um and having so much empathy for other people and the anxiety that stems from those things being an overthinker having physical energy fluctuations going up and down and the main thing for me and the way that I realized that I was ADHD is that I couldn't follow through on the things I wanted to do like I would want to do it and then I couldn't do it because it wasn't interesting enough I didn't have these other four motivators and so I'd go through these cycles where I would it would almost look like bipolar mania because I would have like this really passionate time and I would be so like all into it like and I could give it so much time I could stay up late I could do all those things and then it would just crash and I couldn't follow through and I was like what is wrong why can't I the thing unless I'm feeling like this manic energy towards it so I would wait until I'd get these manic times and that's not sustainable. It's uncontrollable. It means we can't get the shit done that we want to get done. And it's not bipolar. It wasn't bipolar. It was never bipolar. Um never really fit right for me. And I was like this is just a weird thing that I have that I just can't do stuff. Turns out it's ADHD. And when you know and understand how ADHD works then you can work with it then you can do the things you want to do because you'll learn these five motivators and then you learn like these little tricks as well about how to get things done and to learn about dopamine and realize that these hyper manic um hyper folk that's not manic it was hyper focus because i would be passionate because i'd be Um, giving myself a sense of urgency or challenge because I'd be connecting to the why and the outcome and the people I wanted to help. I could have all this energy. But then, because ADHD, I got bored. It was not urgent or challenging enough. It was not interesting enough because I'd been doing it for a little while or the technical details, anytime there were like details that I had to get done, it was so boring and really hard to follow through. Um, I was going to say something else, but I forgot it. That's the thing about having two trains of thought at one. Oh yeah, it was about thoughts. Um, or like I would have the thoughts would switch. I wouldn't be focusing so much on the why on the, how exciting would it be to get it done? It was like switching it to, uh, why am I doing this? I'm bogged down in the now. Um, and that's because ADHDers don't do well with long, long-term outcome rewards we need the dopamine to keep us going and we don't get that dopamine by thinking oh sometime in the future i'm going to get dopamine reward for this it's if it's like now it's going to happen now it's all happening now and that's where it can get a little bit manic because it's like i'm going to do all the things right now and then i'm going to get a thousand podcast followers or i'm going to have a best-selling book now and when you're in the energy of the now you can use that energy to propel yourself forward but if those thoughts switch, it's like, bam, suddenly can't do it at all anymore. And that's crazy. It looks kind of crazy from the outside. It makes for a really crazy ride. But the good news is when you know it's ADHD, when you understand ADHD, you can work with it. So what are those five motivators? Okay. The first acronym I learned for them is INCUP, which I don't love. Apparently there's some other um cooler sounding ones Uh, so you can maybe have a google and find the acronym that works for you but this is how i remember them right now interest novelty challenge urgency and passion now i don't know why there's interest and passion like those are so similar i would call them the same thing maybe that's because i'm adhd and i'm really passionate about my interests i don't know do neurotypicals not feel passionate about their interests so they feel like ho hum maybe but it it, to me they're just both on the same scale so interest if you're interested in something it's so much easier to do it and if um you're adhd you've got kids that are adhd you'll find that it's so much easier to do it when there's some level of interest when something makes it interesting if (laughs) if it's not interesting Why would you want to do it? Um, And so when I was in school, like I know my brother and other people I know, they would be so bored in school, they would be disengaged. And they would come home and literally research stuff they were interested in and learn so much outside of school. I know so many hyper-intelligent people that are just like knowledgeable about worldly things like not politics and current affairs like maybe them too but just like science and history and everything because they were interested in it and they would spend time like I know adults like this that just spend their time watching YouTube videos on how to or little mini documentaries or googling things and researching just because it's interesting and you might notice I know for myself if I'm interested in something I can get sucked into it especially you know if it's on the phone and and something piques your interest I will go down the rabbit hole and I'll be researching this thing and I'll hyper focus for a little while and the thing about hyperfocus is it can be really good to get stuff done but if you don't know how to control it by using kind of these motivators it can give you that squirrel brain because you're just interested in whatever's happening at the moment and hyper focus on it block everything out it can be hard to stop it and move on to something else so i do get sucked into my phone a little bit researching things um or you can hyper focus on other things that you're interested in too and this is why adhd is tend to have hobbies that they may jump between Um, when i was a kid my parents were really supportive of it like i didn't know i was adhd until quite recently actually um, but regardless, my parents were supportive of the fact that I wanted to try things out. And so I would, I tried out the flute, I tried out horse riding, I did soccer for a time. Um, in high school, it got really crazy because it was lots of like little hobbies. Like I would, was sewing and then I started, it cause it got crazy because I wanted everything to be a business. I started jewelry making, all these little, things and it could be hobbies like exercise as well like for a time there I spent three hours every morning doing just dance on the Wii because it was really fun gave me so much dopamine like those pinging rewards like gold stars on the screen like you got that move right Um, just kept me going it was so great I really loved that but I couldn't do that for three hours now because I don't have the interest of it's like I've been there done that bored of it now i want the new thing and so my exercise routine can change quite a lot because of that but back to my hobbies in school and and kind of beyond that i guess to other people it looked like i was flaky like i wasn't following through but i do believe it's actually fantastic to try a wide variety of things and a lot of adhd is maybe a jack of all trades but it makes for a really well-rounded individual, I think. So if you've got something you're interested in or passionate about, you'll probably find you have a natural amount of motivation towards it. My kids are just like those people I mentioned before. If they're interested in something, they will read up on it. They, t- I homeschool my kids and I am so blessed that they love to learn. They're naturally curious. They learn so easily because they want to. Um... So that's, it's really cool. It's fantastic to be interested in things. It's fantastic. Beautiful, beautiful strength. So if you want to get something done that's not interesting, you can use this motivator and bring it in. Like when I cook dinner or do the dishes, I have a podcast going because my brain needs something. Otherwise I might get distracted while I'm cooking um, because I'm bored and I'll walk off for a minute and then it will be 10 minutes, 20 minutes. Cause I'll focus on whatever I'm doing that's not the dinner Mm-mm. okay so podcasts or like a little YouTube video or something going on at the same time or music at the same time whatever for my morning routine at the moment I'm just gonna focus the camera those watching the video don't mind me doing weird things with my hand it's a little bit blurry still whatever it's fine so for my morning routine I can get bored there's been those times like I said I had just dance was one of them and then when I tried new exercise routines I would get so into them and then I'd be able to do it every day for a month or a couple of months and they would wane I'd I'd slowly get bored and eventually I noticed this pattern and I could see when it was happening and when I might need to shake things up a little and bring that interest back in. At the moment I do a bunch of stretches and my main thing that I do is jump on the treadmill because of the aerobic exercise and I do some shoulder strengthening exercises while I'm on there because those are the things that are important to my body at the moment. And the great thing I love about the treadmill is I can make it interesting in so many different ways. I usually watch a video and do EFT while I'm on the treadmill. but if I'm bored of EFT, if I'm sick of it, and I'm losing interest, and the routine is just getting too rut, in-ish, too much like a routine, then I do something else. I might do Joy Lingo while I'm on there, because Joy Lingo is great for these little dopamine hits. Um, and I might listen to a podcast, or I might read a fiction book, just anything that's kind of really different. I might change where my treadmill is so it's more interesting. So I'm looking at something different. I might listen to music. I might watch television i haven't done that yet but it's something that i would theoretically do if i got to the point where i was really like i can't do this routine anymore so find find the things that interest you for my kids when i'm homeschooling them sometimes this will well i suppose we're going into novelty now as well this is really crossing into novelty actually um good it's the next one in the acronym novelty is making keeping things new and fresh which causes them to keep being interesting so as I just said, I switch up my routine a little bit. I don't need to change the whole thing, but I could if I wanted to. You can keep it novel and interesting by doing it in a different place. Like I said, move the treadmill with my kids for homeschooling them. I keep it interesting by allowing them to listen to music. They like focus music or whatever. We do our homework, our schoolwork in all different places. We might sit outside on our deck. We might sit at the dinner table. Just keeping it different. Sometimes they hold their guinea pigs, whatever it may be. And novelty can come into it like giving yourself rewards as well. For my kids, one of them likes stickers, but then it kind of gets boring. But if I get a new set of stickers, it's like, oh, that's so exciting. Um, for me, keeping things novel, having different podcasts all the time, um, you could give yourself different rewards if you work like on a laptop or something you could go to a different cafe all the time you could go and sit and do it at the beach or sit in your car somewhere new every time just pair it with something that's new and interesting and you will know what's right for you yeah novelty I find that novelty is like the biggest one for me and it helps me keep things fresh and interesting so I love that one that's my personal favorite then we have challenge challenge okay so the way that i've used challenge is for when i'm exercising i've done 30 day challenges and i really like the strategy of don't break the chain which is where you cross it off every single day and it's just so satisfying to tick that off you get a little dopamine hit every day when you do it and it's really good to get those little dopamine rewards because instant rewards are so important for the ADHD brain I've got a little habit tracker at the moment so I just press and hold and it crosses it off and I've got that for all my current exercises that I'm doing and little habits that I want to be doing in my life and I found that so beneficial it's like it's the 30th of January while I'm recording this and I've managed to do the important ones i've managed to do every day and then there's some that are kind of reminders for me to do every so often or things that i would like to have in my life like doing art every day and singing every day and stuff like that but having that little chain i love it that's been something that's really helped me in the past and you can even just write it up like if you've got a habit that you want to have every day um this is how i got into drinking more water it's how i got into exercising every day and going outside every day is i just like wrote a thing you know i wrote it out and it had boxes and i crossed it off every day and i found that having it full weekly rather than monthly was even more satisfying because then i only had to get to seven days and it was all full and that's an easier little burst of a challenge um but it could be something challenging like when i'm really fired up in my business it's often because because it's like a challenge to do this big thing and the adhd brain is really interesting because we need big goals to be excited but we need small steps to take action if you make your goal smaller it often gets boring it needs to be big enough to be exciting and seem kind of doable but a stretch as well and for those of you who like a challenge a bit of a challenge but then we break it down into the steps of like what am I going to do to get there I find this can be a little bit tricky because then I have this goal that I'm really excited about and then I work out the steps that I've got to do and then I focus in on the steps and the steps can seem boring so it's important to remember the challenge. Remember where we're going to. um, If it's a business goal, be in a space with other people who are doing what you want to do. The other day I joined the Kajabi Facebook group. I didn't know they had a Facebook group, but I was so thrilled to get inside there because I'm seeing these posts of people hitting like huge goals and suddenly I'm in the room with millionaires and people who are making their six figures um making their you know five figure months and stuff but they're ordinary people whereas previously i was seeing people like that on instagram who like instagram makes everything look perfect right everything's branded but in this kajabi group everyone's just they're just people everyone's just people and i know there's people on instagram are as well but instagram gives you this facade of perfection so to see that it's doable and to be in this room with people who are beyond where i'm at is a really positive challenge because it shows me i can do that if i do the work if i do the things and that makes those steps challenging um, that makes those steps exciting and that makes me motivated to do to to do the steps and move forward and what i love about kajabi when you use it for your business is I just learned that they give you swag for every milestone the first thousand dollars you make the the first ten thousand dollars you make and then I think it's like fifty thousand a hundred thousand two hundred fifty thousand five hundred thousand a million and you get a little badge and there's like some other swag too and I just think that's such a great way of encouraging people to keep moving to see things as a challenge and but an exciting challenge because there's a little reward. I think that's fantastic. With my courses, they're hosted in Kajabi, and every time you finish a video, it says completed and it turns blue. It goes from like faded gray to blue, and there's a little tick, and I love that. I've done other courses through Kajabi, and it keeps me motivated to complete each little thing because it's a challenge. Same with Joy Lingo. I get so hyper focused on Joy Lingo because there is a challenge. There's a leaderboard. You're competing against other people, and the more you put into it, the higher you get and having that little bit of competition makes it challenging and makes it exciting as well so whatever your goals whatever you want to get done maybe you can bring in this little aspect of challenge and find that balance between it being challenging enough and to make it exciting but not so challenging that it's too far ahead and don't get so bogged down in the steps see the steps as moving constantly towards that end goal rather than focusing too much on oh this is a boring step and then i've got to do this and then i've got to do this you could break it into mini challenges you can do the next thing which is urgency and give yourself a timeline you could say all right the thing the thing with urgency as well is that it brings in that challenge a lot of these tie into each other. So if you say, okay, I want to get this done by the end of the month, or I want to get it done by the end of the week, it gets you moving because you know you've got to get it done by then. And ADHD is a prone to procrastinating and leaving things to the last minute. And that's where bringing it down into steps like, oh, I'll do this part today. I'll do this part this week can be really beneficial. And I love the technique of giving myself one thing to do each day. Sometimes even just one thing a week, if I've got a busy week, like I homeschool my kids as well and I have them like full time. So it gets crazy. So my goal for this week is to record this podcast. Kind of, I have a few other goals in typical ADHD fashion. I have like a million things that I kind of wrote down to half do this week, but it's so beneficial to just choose the one thing that you're actually going to do and give yourself an appropriate amount of time to do it and then get it done. Um, and having that challenge of okay I'm going to do that this thing in this time frame if it's the one thing it's easy to focus on whereas if you have these multiple you're chasing two rabbits at once and you often catch neither. so if there's seven things you want to do this week break them down say you're going to do one each day or two each day depending on how much time you give to that particular thing Um, like with my exercise I'm doing you know many things in the morning each day and it's I tick them all off uh, so it depends it depends but give them an appropriate amount of time ADHD is a prone to misjudging their time um, so give yourself a little bit of challenge I saw someone talking about the Kajabi group was it Kajabi anyway one of the business groups I'm in I think it was business by design um, BBD But she was celebrating because she gave herself the whole month to the end of January to complete several tasks in her business. And she said she's usually a procrastinator, but she got them done early, like several days ago and wanted to celebrate. And so I commented and I said, that's amazing. As someone who procrastinates, good job, because doing something early like that is fantastic. And sometimes you can give yourself that added challenge of, oh, I wonder if I can get this done early. So you have the urgency you have the time frame but break it down into Oh, wouldn't it be cool if I got it done four days early or Wouldn't it be cool if I got it done this morning instead of at the end of the day Rather than leaving it to the last minute. You can give yourself false urgency You can say oh, I've only got 30 minutes to do this and then it's done and the beautiful thing about that strategy is that you have more time to free up your mental space afterwards And when I was studying my exams in college, which you'd call high school in America, grade 11 and 12, I would study my exams in the morning and then I'd go to the beach and I'd be like, I'm done for the day. And same when I was at university, I would study in the morning and then I'd play video games and go walk my dog and just have the rest of the day free, rather than the other way of doing it is to have it hanging over your head all the time and thinking oh should i do it now should i not do it now um i haven't done it yet Ugh, all those thoughts and you could spend the whole day thinking about how you should be doing it and feeling crappy and then doing it at the end of the day at that last moment because then there is the true urgency but that sucks that sucks i would say look i want to get it done by 10am or whatever it is for you Bring in those other things, interest, novelty, challenge to, tr- to get it done earlier, to make it interesting, to make it novel, to give yourself a bit of a challenge, to push yourself, which will motivate you. It's a bit of an art. You've got to find the right amount of challenge, find the, the things that make it novel to you and interesting to you. But it definitely can be done. The other thing I want to say, backing up to challenge is I've heard people say things like, oh, you know, try and do it upside down or backwards or whatever, like for kids doing homework, like maybe you could try and do it while standing on one leg or something. You can just come up with all these crazy ideas to challenge yourself. And those may feel a bit kidsy, but you could challenge yourself in a different way. Like, I think I'm even using challenge when I do EFT on the treadmill because I'm, multitasking that's what i like about it it's multitasking lots of things going on a lot of interest um but it's also kind of hard because i have to focus on walking at the same time sometimes i've got to reduce the speed a little bit because i'm challenging it a little bit too much but yeah find find the things that work for you i'm sure there's a million ideas if you're on youtube watching this i'd love to know in the comments let me know how you use in cup interest novelty challenge urgency passion i'm not going to cover passion because it's just the same as interest it's just the same as interest but something that you're passionate about instead um like when i let my kids hold their guinea pigs while they do their homework because they've got their passion there they've got their little guinea pig they love it um yeah they learn better about things they're passionate like i feel like passion is just interest on fire like um they'll learn things they're interested in, but they'll learn it quicker when they're passionate. And same with with us adults watching this video. If you're interested in it, oh, you know, that's interesting, I'll do it. But if you're passionate about it, it's like, yes, I'll do it now. Like a do you know what I mean? Passion is just a bit more, bit more oomph. Okay. I hope this video has been helpful to you. I hope my talking speed was a good level because I talked pretty quickly. But knowing you, you probably could have had it on um, extra speed anyway because our brains are so fabulous at processing information and I hope this sound quality was better too we gotta we gotta work on this I'll work on it I haven't done it yet because I haven't made it interesting enough to move my stuff around <laughs> gotta use my own tricks I will I will I'll get onto it sometime 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 probably right before I start the next episode that's a good way to do it then there'll be urgency it'll have to happen then right now i'm gonna go and enjoy the rest of my day it's ten fourteen. i did this nice and early i did it as the first thing in my day i didn't actually i exercised for a long slow time and then i recorded some kids eft tappings and then i had my breakfast and then i came and did this but anyway it's a beautiful balance of the morning and it's a beautiful day and now i've done my thing for the week and i can enjoy the rest of the week which will be beach day with friends tomorrow and then camping with homeschoolers and then next weekend I will do more work because I'm spacing it out okay I might do some work I might do some I might work on some slides but that's nice and chill because I can half watch tv and talk to my kids and do whatever at the same time To make it interesting and novel, sometimes I sit outside to do slides, that's fun, and challenge myself to get it done by a certain date, which is urgency. There you go. Once you know these things, you can wrap them all up in a lovely ball and use them towards anything, towards getting anything you want done, done. Let me know in the comments how it goes for you, and I will see you in the next episode And, you know, if you want more tips and tricks and if you want some EFTs and stuff to get rid of some blockages and to help you feel empowered, etc, etc. If you want access to the kids meditations to help your kids nervous system regulation and the kids EFTs to help them remove limiting beliefs and input powerful, empowering ones, then you should definitely get inside Energy Empresses because it's the place to be. And I give you all the tools. So I'll either see you there or I'll see you in the next episode. All right. Bye.